Our technologies are racing ahead, but many of our skills and organizations are lagging behind. For many workers, this lag predicts bad news. As intelligent machines improve and the gap between machine and human abilities shrinks, employers are becoming increasingly likely to hire new machines instead of new people. And when only a human will do, improvements in communications and collaboration technology are making remote work easier than ever before, motivating companies to outsource key roles to stars, leaving the local talent pool underemployed. This reality is not, however, universally grim. As Brynjolfsson and McAfee emphasize, this great restructuring is not driving down all jobs, but is instead dividing them. Though an increasing number of people will lose in this new economy as their skills become automatable or easily outsourced, there are others who will not only survive, but thrive, becoming more valued and therefore more rewarded than before. Brynjolfsson and McAfee aren't alone in proposing this bimodal trajectory for the economy. In 2013, for example, the George Mason economist Tyler Cowen published Average is Over, a book that echoes this thesis of a digital division. But what makes Brynjolfsson and McAfee's analysis particularly useful is that they proceed to identify three specific groups that will fall on the lucrative side of this divide and reap a disproportionate amount of the benefits of the intelligent machine age. Not surprisingly, it's to these three groups that Silver, Hansen, and Dorr happen to belong. Let's touch on each of these groups in turn to better understand why they're suddenly so valuable. The High-Skilled Workers Brynjolfsson and McAfee call the group personified by Nate Silver the high-skilled workers. Advances such as robotics and voice recognition are automating many low-skilled positions. But as these economists emphasize, other technologies like data visualization, analytics, high-speed communications, and rapid prototyping have augmented the contributions of more abstract and data-driven reasoning, increasing the values of these jobs. In other words, those with the oracular ability to work with and tease valuable results out of increasingly complex machines will thrive. Tyler Cowen summarizes this reality more bluntly. The key question will be, are you good at working with intelligent machines or not? Nate Silver, of course, with his comfort in feeding data into large databases, then siphoning it out into his mysterious Monte Carlo simulations, is the epitome of the high-skilled worker. Intelligent machines are not an obstacle to Silver's success, but instead provide its precondition. The Superstars The ACE programmer David Heinermeyer Hansen provides an example of the second group that Brynjolfsson and McAfee predict will thrive in our new economy, Superstars. High-speed data networks and collaboration tools like email and virtual meeting software have destroyed regionalism in many sectors of knowledge work. It no longer makes sense, for example, to hire a full-time programmer, put aside office space, and pay benefits, when you can instead pay one of the world's best programmers, like Hansen, 
for just enough time to complete the project at hand. In this scenario, you'll probably get a better result for less money, while Hansen can service many more clients per year and will therefore also end up better off. The fact that Hansen might be working remotely from Marbella, Spain, while your office is in Des Moines, Iowa, doesn't matter to your company, as advances in communication and collaboration technology make the process near seamless. This reality does matter, however, to the less skilled local programmers living in Des Moines and in need of a steady paycheck. This same trend holds for the growing number of fields where technology makes productive remote work possible, consulting, marketing, writing, design, and so on. Once the talent market is made universally accessible, those at the peak of the market thrive while the rest suffer.